Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. We're right now, we are on like Mike Trout trajectory. Hello and welcome to Blue Jays today where we always have something to say about the Blue Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And today we're going to be breaking down the top five shortstop in the MLB coming into 2021 season. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a really tough one, actually. This was, we we had to debate this, this quite a bit this was morning. A freaking nail biter, guys! <laughs> this race, I'm sure that all the shortstops out there are are waiting with bated breath for this podcast yes. to come out. And this race was tight. So for anyone that is mentioned, I just want to let you know you are elite. <laughs> um, yeah, and and yeah, but, but, this, not, but not by much, by a hair. Than the other guys. Just saying. Not elite? No, no, they're elite, but not by much than the other guys who didn't make the list. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> this is all very, very tight, and we were actually talking about it, and we'll get into it we'll a bit further. It. But I mean, like, some of the guys who aren't even on the top five would be, like, the best players yeah. on our team. Yeah, seriously, um, seriously. Uh, but before we get yes, into that, yes. uh, please make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below, hit the notification button. You know the drill. And of course, Patreon, $3 a month. We will say anything you want. That's also in the description down below. Super easy to sign up. Super duper easy. Super easy. Become part of the community. What wasn't super easy <laughs> was to make this list because for some guys, they're out here putting up all-star performances and these guys are saying, sorry, not good enough. No, um, no. You want to start us off with an honorable mention? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so we, had, we ended up having like a top seven. Uh, yeah. So the two guys who unfortunately didn't make the cut were Tim Anderson from the Chicago White Sox and uh, this one's going to hurt. This one, this one hurts. hurts. Xander Bogarts from the Boston Red Sox. Man, <laughs> I so badly wanted to put Xander Bogarts on the on the list. Why didn't he make the list? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know actually, man. Uh, let's like Xander Bogarts to me is, and and that's what I mean. Like 
If we were to acquire Xander Bogarts on the Toronto Blue Jays, I truly think that he would be our best player. Yeah, yeah. He would straight up be our best player. Yeah, most polished, most well-rounded, eight seasons proven in the league, and he continues to get better every year with power and average. to get better every year, dude. In in 2020, he batted for 300, had an on-base percentage of 364, and slugged over 500 at 502. Yeah, in the last two years, he also slugged 522 and 555. So, like, he's slugging. Like, he's like, added that to his game in, in, the, in the last three years of his career. And I do believe that coming into 2021, Bogarts is going to be elite. Oh, like, oh, yeah. I, I think that oh, you yeah. know what you're getting out of this guy, and he's going to be solid. Why is he not on our top five? Well, when we get into the next five, I guess we'll have to explain why we put them <laughs> over him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he is good. No, and, he's awesome. And, and he deserves, he needs to be considered a top player in the MLB. Yeah. Tim Anderson, um, for me, it just came down to the fact that, like, not as much slugging as some of the other guys. Yeah. As far as batting average, I think that this guy is, like, right up there with DJ LeMahieu yeah. for two seasons in a row yeah. now. He has been elite. He won the batting title in 2019, and then he was there competing with him in 2020, this yeah, last season. Yeah, I so. mean, he hit, uh, oh, he oh, hit 322 oh, last year. No. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sucks. Oh, no. No, like, that is elite, and, like, even I'm saying, like, his slugging, it actually, in the last two seasons, he slugged both times over 500, um, wow, and yeah. that's really yeah, <laughs> elite. Still, yeah, that's still it's really like, uh, again, and both of his on-base percentage in the last two years have been 357, realistically this guy also needs to be considered a top tier guy and i think that tim anderson is only just coming into his yeah, own yeah. right now yeah give him like two more years see what he could do like maybe he polishes another part of his game whether it be like increasing the power to kind of stand out like from those other guys uh but who knows who knows he's a great contact hitter great on base man yeah, like just yeah. an exceptional exceptional leadoff hitter yes like I- everything that you want your leadoff guy to be he gets on base he does slug and he hits for an incredible average absolutely it's and he steals bases too yep. it yeah i mean the there's nothing wrong with tim anderson or Xander Bogarts and and realistically like I was a little upset to not have them on here yeah, it was it was painful but you know hopefully when we get into our top five which was coming right about now <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice segue nice buddy. segue, nice segue. <laughs> uh, <yeah>, right <laughs> so here is our number five spot who you got We've got Trevor Story mm-hmm. and coming into the number five spot plays for the Colorado Rockies five seasons two all-star appearances. Two silver sluggers. Nick, what do you like about Trevor Story? There's so much to like about Trevor Story, but man, oh man, guys, <laughs> we went back and forth and mm. back and forth. I swear to God, I was this freaking close to saying, fuck it, let's just flip a coin and, yeah, and decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because him and Xander Bogarts are so bloody close. It, it just came down to the, the, question. the question. We kept asking the question. Who do we think, realistically, is going to have a better season in 2021? And it is fucking close. Yeah, because here's here's the thing with Trevor Story and and Bogarts. They're both on the upswing in terms of power. Their last seasons have been incredible. Like, you know, Trevor Story's hit between 289 and 294 for average. Mm -hmm. He's hit 30-plus home runs, 11 in 2020. Um, And then same with Bogarts. Like, he's... He's done exceptional as well. Like his, like we talked about slugging the last three seasons, and he's just keep getting better. However, 
when I when I think about Trevor's story, like when I think about who's like the who was the best player last year on the team in Colorado, it was Trevor Story. It was Trevor Story. And who do I think is gonna do have a better year in one hundred and sixty two games on the last year of his contract when he's about to get paid? It's Trevor Story. Granted, I also think that Xander Bogarts was the best <laughs> player on Boston yes, last year. Yes, he was. Too. He was. And Grant, but like also think about that fact, right? Like that he's on his last year of his contract. People that is perform true. better. I mean, you know? I okay. I I always get the narrative like people perform better. I try not to like because I do think that there are exceptions to they that are, rule. However, are. I understand what you're saying. Like the motivation is very clearly gonna be there for story. Yeah, that's not to say that Bogarts it won't also have yeah, a crazy no, no, motivation. Um, and I think he's gonna be great. This came so bloody close. And I also want to say, guys, the Coors effect. Is yeah, is very effect. much in effect yeah. here for Trevor Story. We were talking to um, if we were to like if we were to go for a player right now for the Blue Jays, I would want Xander Bogarts, and that's because his expected batting average is great. His career batting average is two eighty nine, whereas Trevor Story's expected batting average, similar to Norlin Arenado's, yeah, yeah. Is uh, twenty three points less yep. than what his actual batting average is, and I yep. do think that that Coors Field comes into play here. Yeah, yeah, and but then again, it's like so. Then you ask, it's like so. Why isn't Bogarts up there? Yeah. Not and not and Story because well, Trevor Story still plays he's still in Coors doing Field. It. He's still doing it yeah. though. So like you know, give it a year. Maybe he goes and signs. You know, maybe Lindor. You know, Cleveland loses Lindor or somehow they get Story, which I don't know why that would make any sense. But let's just throw it out there as an example. Um, you know, maybe he drops off to 260, but his expected batting average is supposed to be at. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But very, he, very close race very close. there for the fifth spot. Yes. Coming in at number four. Who do we got? Yeah, we got a guy who we, oh, and I don't oh. mean Adam and Nick right now. No, I mean no. the Toronto, the Blue, Toronto Jays. Blue Jays. The Toronto Blue Jays are currently chasing after this guy, potentially trading Lourdes Gurriel Jr. I have said my feelings about that. However, it doesn't change that this guy is very, very good. Yeah. That guy is Francisco Lindor of the yes. Cleveland Indians. Maybe not for long, <laughs> um, but he comes in at the number four spot. Really good. I mean, Lindor is great. He's played six seasons, four all-star appearances in that. And, and, and like, obviously, we didn't have an all-star year in 2020, so he's made it out of uh, four out of the five years, not including his rookie year. Right. And then two golden gloves, two silver sluggers, and one platinum glove. So... He's just incredible. Pretty and, fucking good defensively yeah, is what you're saying. Exactly. And he, in this entire top five list, I love the stat war. He's had the best war, 4.78. So you can't argue with a guy who's literally performing the best, helping your team win the best with the glove, with the bat, everything, with the, with his ability on base. Yeah. Um, incredible stats. What do you like about Lindor? Uh, pretty much everything <laughs> that you just said, dude. Like you, you kind of, you kind of covered it. Yeah. Um, like he doesn't K a lot. He has been good for four years straight. He's coming off of what is considered to be a down year from him last year, and that should be noted. We yes. we can't, you know, realistically, if Lindor was having the sort of years that he had had from 2015 to 2019 in 2020. He'd probably be number one. Absolutely. But Absolutely. because he had a down year, we have we have moved him down our rankings. He is number four. And I do think that coming into 2021, he will bounce back and he will be, you know, the fourth best shortstop in the league. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, guys. Like, 
all of these guys have a chance to be number one. This is just what we're projecting for 2021 based off of the numbers, based off of what they did right, last year. Right. And, so, uh, but but Lindor yeah. slugging was down last year. He, he was, hit 415 in the slugging area. Yeah. Typically, he's over 500. And he's a two-time silver slugger. So. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Um, so we want to see that improve, especially if we get him on the Blue Jays. Oh, like, yeah. If we get him yeah. on the Blue Jays, we are not getting him from his 2020 season. We will be getting him from the 2015 to 2019 season. That's what we would be looking for yeah. out of Lindor if he's on the Blue Jays. Yeah, and hey, maybe he's trying to get paid too in his last year of his contract and he puts that is, up. That is also true. <laughs> we cannot too. forget about that. This guy also wants to get paid. He wants to get paid. Yeah, dude. Um. All right. He's great. Uh. Yeah, number three? Number three, number three? bro. Number three. This guy... Um. Oh, this was also a tough one. This too, one guys. was so tough yeah. too. This has been a fucking roller coaster, everyone. <laughs> I really, I just want to say, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This, this literally, like, like I, I was standing right there. You were sitting over there, and I was just like, ah. Oh. Man, okay, well, let's talk, let's talk. And then yeah. we, we were talking about number three, number two for so long. Yeah, we flopped we, back and forth. And then we're like, okay, we have to leave this. We got we to go, we got to like let this sit for a bit and well, go back to it. We inevitably went with Corey Seager, yeah. the World Series MVP, coming in at number three. And, and the NLCS MVP. And the There's, NLCS what? MVP. Yeah, I mean, th- this guy has been very, very, very... Elite and and he came off of a great year last year, hitting 307 on base percentage, 358, slugging of 585. <laughs> that is the number that fucking yeah. sticks out to me. Yeah. Um, why is he third? Well, he's third for this reason in my mind. So, uh, he everyone knows about the injury in, in uh, 18 right he got injured you know he, he made his rookie of the year campaign in 2016 he won rookie of the year obviously he was this incredible. guy was fucking lights out he was when amazing. he was like popping off in 2016 you know and whatever you know you could even make an argument that he was even looking like a like a tatis you know like where he was coming in and he was exploding and like and then in the next year he also followed up with a really good 17 campaign didn't mm-hmm. increase but he was you know good solid you know if i'm i just i'm just t- took the average here Hit 308 in his rookie of the year year, mm-hmm. and then in 17 he hit 295. So good. Then 18, you know, he played. I think it was like 35 games or yeah, something like that. Injury. The dude got messed up. Got messed. He up. He got messed up. Messed up big time. You know. And then 19 he came back. He was good, but wasn't that that ceiling? But then in 2020 we saw we saw the rookie of the year come back mm-hmm. and excel. And in these are some of his metrics that mm-hmm. I wanted to throw out here. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. He is top five in barrel percentage, mm-hmm. top three in exit velo, mm-hmm. top two in hard hit and WOBA and top one in expected batting average that is and expected slug, uh, slugging top one percent guys, not top one in the that league. That is percent. pretty elite. So how could you argue with that? You know, like, what, but it's what is it? The injury is that it? Well, I I just because oh, when when we look at who are two and one are, yes. I think that you know the fact that this guy what like didn't have the best twenty nineteen is factoring into this, and these guys did have really good twenty nineteens mm-hmm. and really good twenty twenties. So I think that that is why he's third and potentially not higher. But right. one thing I want to say though, and and this is universal in sports is. When somebody goes down with a season ender or like like a big like they're big just they're injury. just like getting like fucked like <laughs> all season long like injuries here injuries yeah, it's like, ow, can't ow, stay ow, on ouchie, the field they can't they can't it takes 
uh, it takes longer. Like people expect, oh, they're back, they're healthy, they're good yeah. to go. It takes them a while to get into the rhythm of things. Yeah, especially you know? baseball, like a lot of it's timing. A lot. It, it's a it's repetition mm-hmm. timing. And if you're not 100%, you could be off slightly and hit ground balls. And exactly, bro. Over. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I hate to... Uh, you can tell that we're football-themed um, today, obviously. <laughs> um, last uh, game of the regular season that we're filming this on. But I, I always hate to bring it back to Green Bay. But I think back to... <laughs> I think back Everyone to, loves the Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone and went out for the entire season... It has taken him a while to get back to his elite performance, and we're seeing it this year. Mm-hmm. And Corey Seager, could I believe that that is exactly what happened there? And 2020 was him getting back to that elite level, and that it will be this continuing onwards for him? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I could see him easily being number one. Because here's the thing. The argument was, with Corey Seager, he's a monster. He's going to put up great numbers next year. Um, just to also the RBIs are going to be the RBIs up. are going to be messed up. He's because what does he bat there? Fourth, fourth. Yeah. Well, Turner's leave. He leaves. He might even bat third, you know, because right. it's going to be him and Bellinger. Yeah. Right. But um, right. You know, in a shortened season and bets and and bets. Don't bets forget about that guy. Bets yeah. Yeah, guy. But right? that's what I mean. Like we're going to be batting in yeah. that guy. Yeah. Who right? Will be on base. Incredible. Incredible. Like, um, you know, his his war. You know, back in his early years, it was like 5.2, 5.3. And then in the shortened season, it was 2.1. So if it was a full season, he could right. have easily like exceeded 6.7. Six, like, seven. like right. he's incredible. You know, oh, he's going to have a great year. However, our number two guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is also going to have he's a great year. also really elite. And guys, the, we're, okay, number two, <laughs> Trey Turner, that is number two for us right now. Now, before we break this down, I just want to say that Trey Turner and Corey Seager are really bloody close. However, they're different player types. When you look at them, like like Trey Turner is the epitome of of what you want your leadoff guy to be. He is an elite one or two in the lineup. And I'm not oh, saying yes. that Corey Seager isn't elite there. No, no. But he's an amazing three, four, five. Yeah. Right? And oh, and, and it's and that's the difference here. Yeah, like yeah. Turner is so good with the batting average, yeah. bro. Yeah, well, like his batting average is 296 in his career. And like this is like this is like classic leadoff hitter, like back in the olden days. It's kind of changing now. Now leadoff hitters are like they're having a lot more power. But well, they Turner, can be. Like it feels like Springer, Springer. has kind of changed our mindset about Springer. what a leadoff guy can exactly. be. Exactly. You know? I'm a I'm a classic man, and I believe your leadoff guy's got to be got to have some sort of threat with his legs because you want to get your two, three, four hitters I fastballs. I agree. You want to get them fastballs and in Tree Turner between sixteen and nineteen years, sixteen and nineteen. He averaged 39.25 stolen bases a mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. He's yep. always in the top tier of stolen bases. Yep. yep. And <sighs> let's not forget that when we're talking about Corey Seager being a slugging threat who batted a slugging percent or a slugging of 585 last year, <laughs> Turner's was 588. 
Yeah. So yeah. he can slug. He and it. he had an on-base percentage of 394. Oh, my. 394. So this guy is getting on base. He is slugging the baseball right now. Uh-huh. He's just, oh. he, he's being incredible. And he flirted with an OPS of 982. So he was flirting with one. He's right oh. around that one area. And that's why I want to see more games from Trey Turner. So it's it's like, he, he boom. Like, he's been always good. He's good. I, I wrote little, like, graphs on my uh, on my. Nice. Nice, thing nice, just to see the nice. trajectory. All of them are like this. Nice. But um, but last year he was just like Bloop! he like went up. So yeah. you know that kind of reminds me of the Rendon situation where he's been good, he's been good, he's been good, and then like one year he just went bam, and that was Rendon's 2019. This right. is Trey Turner's 2020. Now that he's kind of had to fill in for not fill in for Rendon, but you know step up a bit more, he'd stepped up a lot more, mm-hmm. and that's why he's our number two because he's been doing it for six seasons. Six seasons. And uh, he has never gotten an all-star game. I was literally me. just going to say he, yeah. that, dude. That seems like like robbery to me. Yeah. Like that who, seems ridiculous. Who's who's getting the all-star games in the NL? Like, I, no idea. Uh, I, I, we need to break it all look down it and look at down. it. But it's like the fact that this guy has been snubbed let, let us know, guys. the whole time it yeah. seems ridiculous. However, I will say I don't think he will be snubbed in 2021. Nope. Unless he gets a crazy injury. One thing I always look at is expected batting average. And this guy has an excellent one with 288. Yes. Um, so it's not just luck. Uh, he is truly, truly a great player. Uh, yes. Somebody that I really yeah, want leading yeah. off for the, the, batting second. The question for us, we always we always ask this question when we're debating between two guys. We're like, who would we want on the Jays? Okay. All of them. So all of them, of course. <laughs> but it was like it was like Turner or, or, or uh, Seager. It's like Seager'd be great batting in the middle of the lineup, mm-hmm. and then but also Turner. It's like I know but he'll be Turner, a great you know, like, it's oh, like, but it's, Turner would just be ah, uh, yeah. It's it's, it's so great. tough. It's so tough. Who's um, the best shortstop in the league, Nick? We have the one, the only Bob. No. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, I know. It can't be It can't be, it can't be, it can't be. Guys, we couldn't put Bobachet on this list. Sadly, it's too small of a sample size. He's been good, but he's gotten hurt. You know what? (laughs) After 2021, potentially, if we have a crazy good year for Bobachet, he could be on here. Somebody who has been compared to him, though, who has been talked about being like, these will be the guys for years to come. Is Tatis Jr. and he is the number one guy coming into 2021. <laughs> Woo! Yo, I know, I know a lot of those new Padre subscribers are going, yes, this is why we love this podcast. These guys, they know exactly what's <laughs> We're looking out for you guys. We got we you see guys. You, we see that organization. Oh. And I think it's on crack. And I've said this probably a bunch of times in the comments, and I'm like, I'm really waiting for that San Diego and Blue Jays showdown. In the World Series that coming soon. That would be soon. elite. That would oh. be elite. Tatis versus Bo. Oh. As of right now, though, the, the smart money is going yeah. on Tatis. Yeah. This guy has been fucked. And you yeah. want to talk about short sample size, because this has been a short sample size. He's only yes. batted or had at-bats for like one season worth yeah. of at-bats. Yeah, like 550 or something like that, like roughly. But when you look at what he's done in that time, it's like... <laughs> We're right now, we are on like Mike Trout trajectory. Yeah, tell, you know, you tell me about his um, his uh, stat cast ratings because th- I know you were like t- saying well, it this morning, it's messed buddy, up. Buddy, okay, <laughs> uh, like for those of you who've been around this podcast for a while, you gotta know that we here at Blue Jays today have deep respect 
for Nelson Cruz. Yes. This guy hits the ball Nelson Cruz hard. Yeah. He hits the ball Nelson Cruz hard. 100%. Like, that's literally, like, the best the that best. we can be. Like, top 1% in hard hit, exit, velo, and barrel percentage last year. <laughs> that's fucked up 99th percentile in expected batting oh my god everything about his game so far has been crazy yeah and the production numbers show it my graph is just like he's going up he's going up he's going up he's and, going up and i i truly I, before i make this little statement and i know Padres fans you're gonna want to hear this statement that i have Ooh, juicy, <laughs> spicy. Like, oh what what um <laughs> those Padres fans are getting high right <laughs> so for those who don't know much about tatis if you don't you're here for a reason. You're about to learn his career batting average, 301 on base, 374, slugging 582, and his OPS is 956. And this is a one season sample yeah. size. Mm-hmm. I project in 2021 with a full season, he's going to break records. Well, I mean, we're going to, I think he's that gonna we're going to get records. like, like if you, like if you look at that one season sample size, like I'll just tell you his production numbers based on, what has been a one-season sample size yes, so yes. far. He'd have 111 runs, 39 home runs, 98 RBIs, and 27 stolen bases. And that's in, like, two separate seasons. Yeah. We can't really, you know, transfer this into one thing. I think this guy's going to have over 100 runs. He's going to have over 100 RBIs. He's going to have over 35 home runs. I think even and he's over probably, 40. Probably, actually, yeah, fuck it. Like 100 percentile, 100 yeah, percentile. Yeah, literally. Yeah, of course. Literally. What am I even saying? Over 40. Uh, you know how much um, at-bats per home runs he's averaging? 14.3 at-bats per home runs. 14.3 at-bats per home runs. That's like one every three to four games. Wow. Wow. <laughs> one every three to four games. Fuck. So no. wait, let, let's just pretend like he gets better. And he hits. This is this is messed up. If he doesn't, I'm gonna get my calculator out. Yeah, here. get out the numbers. Let's calculate oh, this shit. My phone is. Here we go. Nice. Okay. So if let's say he gets, let's say he increases to 13 at bats per home. Well, per that's ridiculous. 13. Okay. And let's <laughs> say he gets 600 at bats. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's say he plays a lot. He's gonna he's gonna hit 46 home runs. I'm saying it. He's going to have at least 45 home runs next year. Yeah, yeah. If he stays healthy for a whole year, I think he's going to do it. And there's and uh, and the reason that we put this guy over some of these other guys who have had long-ass careers and have been elite for time, because um, we know that this guy's had a shortened sample yeah. size, is we always come back to the question, who is going to have the best year in 2021? I think it will be Tatis. Oh, yeah. And also... There's been nothing about this guy's game that hasn't been Hall of Fame worthy so far. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. if 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 back in 2018, oh, he had come up and he had struggled and he had, he had been bad and then broken out. Okay, maybe I can see that, you know, it took some time. But since this guy's been in the league, he's been one of the best MLB players. Yes. He shows zero signs of stopping that, and realistically, he can he can really only go up from here. Hopefully, he doesn't get an injury like yes. Corey Seager did. Yes, and oh, that would be devastating. And, you know, this is why I also like the San Diego Padres team build, is because they had Tatis come in and immediately made an impact. Now, people could argue, Blue Jays fans could argue, 
Bo Bichette came in, made an impact, but he's been injured and yeah. like the injury's I, been slowing him down. I mean, if we're comparing them to like literally, he's not on those on this list, but like, look, give Bo a full season. Now I want to see. And mm. like, has has uh, Tatis had a full full season? Not really, but you can't argue with with the with the numbers. Yeah, yeah. the numbers. Yeah. You just can't. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and that's why we're saying if Bo was to come out in twenty twenty one and fuck shit up. Oh yeah. Then on for our 2022 list, he may be on here. What would Bo need to do to make it on this list next year? Roughly? Uh, well, I mean, you need to. Uh, he need to do better than these guys. He need to do <laughs> yeah, better seriously. than like you know most of the shortstops. But I think numbers wise, we're mm-hmm. looking at like yeah, some numbers. You know, probably upwards of 285 yep. uh, with a on base percentage of like 350 or higher and a oh, slugging yeah. of like over 500 for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, we're looking at probably at least 90 runs, probably at least 90 RBIs and over 30 home runs. Yeah. Yeah. And like it, it realistically to make this list, it probably needs to be even better. Yeah. Than that. Even better. Probably needs to be a hundred, a hundred. Yeah. It would need, it would need to be an, inc- it would need to be an all-star year. Yeah. He needs to fuck. He needs to, need to, he literally needs yeah, he needs to be, and that's why he needs to be one of the best shortstops. Yeah. He needs to be you one of the be, best shortstops in the league. Because all these yeah, guys. All these guys at one point have been the best shortstop yeah. in one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah, yeah, that's sure. why they're all here. Where Bo, he he, he hasn't been. No, you know, he not hasn't yet. Been. Not yet. So, yeah, I, I will amend what I just said. I will say that he's got to get, he's actually, he's probably got to do even more. He's probably got to yeah. get like over 110 runs, over oh, 100 God. RBIs. Over thirty-five home runs. Yeah, he's got a blow. Like he's got up. a really. He's got. He's, he's got like a one point um, uh, OPS. Like like very 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 elite. Yeah, like maybe nine fifty OPS. Like he's got to just list. be incredible. Because that'd be the only like. Well, I'm, yeah yeah yeah. I'd say that if he does that, he will make our list in yeah, twenty twenty. Because here's the thing. You have Bogarts and Tim Anderson waiting in the wings to join the top five. Yeah, and, and you got to be better and, at those and guys. Bogarts and Tim Anderson, I can tell you right now, aren't going anywhere. No, no. They are probably only gonna get better. Tim Anderson scares me a crap load. Like you know, like I'm sure if you've again been a fan of this podcast for a while. I have a deep, deep jealousy <laughs> of the Chicago White Sox oh, and yeah. how they have built their organization. It, it, it's like Padres White Sox. We look at them. We're like, we want to be. Yeah, you. I desperately want to be. <laughs> we want to be at your level. Where they are at right now. And we're like, coming though. We're coming. We're like, it's just we're coming. The, their entire thing. I'm just like, this is this is promising. it. This is what we're going towards. And guys, we are headed towards that. There's no way. There's no way we're stopping. Like we're headed there. Mm-hmm. Where I truly mm-hmm. believe, as a Blue Jays fan, we are headed to elite levelness and i we just gotta stay patient i know it's been a long off season and it's been crazy with covid and all these injuries and underperforming with vlad and and like our pitching and it's been vacant but it's coming mm-hmm. more wave prospects are coming more improvement from the guys we already have and free agents they're coming mm-hmm. and we're going to be competing in the al east yeah soon let's do it let's do it guys let us know what you think in the comments down below about our list who got snubbed here? Because there are so many shortstops oh, out there yeah. that we wanted to include. Obviously, yeah. there's only five, and we had to make it this. So tell us who would be in your top five yes. and who you'd move up, who you'd move down. Um, yeah. Yeah, guys, and make sure in our description to check out our Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, and Google Podcast. I always said I always mess that up. You do, yeah. I, you was, do. I want you to say it more now. Okay. You, you say it really good. Yeah, you say yeah. it fast. 
Guys, make sure to follow us on Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts. I can also check us out on Spotify. Fuck. See, now, no, now see. you got... Well, now, now you have me in yeah, my head. Because yeah, I always yeah. go... I I'm, think I start with... You can check us out on Spotify or Google... Google Podcasts. I don't know how I do it now. Guys, it's all in the description. It's, how do I do it? Can I somebody don't, comment down below how I, I normally do it's it? The, it's, I know it's an order on the graphic. Yeah, but, like I do it really yeah. well, but now it's been I'm a while. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, um, well, guys, thank you guys so much for watching this top five video, and mm-hmm. we'll be having more podcasts coming out soon. Also, if you guys want to support the community, become a Patreon member. $3 a month. And you guys get to ask any question on the show. And hey, even soon, I'm, maybe I'm spoiling something, but there could be some more benefits coming if you become a Patreon down the line for this upcoming season. Absolutely. Thank you so much for watching. And go Jays go.